Hey, I'm Jesse. Let's have a devotion. The tradition of the parable is ubiquitous in scripture. Jesus spoke in parables. The prophet Nathan confronted King David in a parable. David had just had a man killed, so it was probably wise of Nathan not to kick the throne room door open and stick his finger in the king's face. Instead, he tells a story, draws David in, gets David to respond to the story, and then reveals to David, you're the bad guy in the story. Now, fortunately, David's response is one of confession and repentance. It's where Psalm 32 and Psalm 51 come from. It's incredible. Jotham is going to use a parable now. If you remember Jotham, he's one of the 70 brothers of Abimelech who got away. When Abimelech was slaughtering his 70 brothers on this large stone that possibly could have been the very stone that Joshua set in place by the same oak tree in Shechem to renew people's loyalty to God, Abimelech used that stone to kill his 70 brothers. But Jotham is the one who got away. Jotham hid, which was wise at the time. But now it's time to step up. It's time to confront. Now, knowing that these people had all just killed 69 of your brothers, it's probably wise not to, again, you know, kick the door down and put your finger in everybody's face. But he's going to go about this the polar opposite way that Abimelech did. Abimelech was a manipulator. He spread rumors, started with his family, started with his uncles, began to just spread the rumor that he wanted out there, and then snuck into power. Now, Jotham's approach is completely different. I think it's much bolder. Take a look at Judges chapter 9, verse 7. When they told Jotham, he climbed to the top of Mount Gerizim, raised his voice, and called to them. By the way, remember Mount Gerizim. We're going to come back to that. Listen to me, citizens of Shechem, and may God listen to you. That is a chilling warning. The trees decided to anoint a king over themselves. Okay, this is the premise of the parable. They said to the olive tree, reign over us. But the olive tree said to them, should I stop giving my oil that people use to honor both God and men and rule over the trees? Then the tree said to the fig tree, come and reign over us. But the fig tree said to them, should I stop giving my sweetness and my good fruit and rule over the trees? Later, the tree said to the grapevine, come and reign over us. But the grapevine said to them, should I stop giving my wine that cheers both God and man and rule over the trees? Finally, all the trees said to the bramble, thing like the thorn bush, this was a nuisance to farmers in Shechem, come and reign over us. The bramble said to the trees, if you really are anointing me as king over you, come and find refuge in my shade. By the way, brambles don't produce shade. So this is an empty promise. But if not, here comes the threat of every tyrant. May fire come out of the bramble and consume the cedars of Lebanon. Now this is a tragedy because the bramble's a nuisance. The cedars of Lebanon are magnificent. The cedars of Lebanon are part of the imagery in the book of Song of Songs. The cedars of Lebanon are mentioned numerous times throughout Scripture. And the fact that the bramble, the nuisance plant, would produce a fire that consumes the majestic, mighty, beautiful cedars of Lebanon is a tragedy. But it happens. In our context today, think of it this way. Elections have consequences. If you elect an idiot who's belligerent, there are going to be consequences for that election. Now, we live in a republic 
we get to elect the people who rule over us, those elections have consequences. But in the original context, this wasn't an election. This was a coup. Abimelech was trying to live up to his namesake. He said, my father is king. That's what his name means. That name was given to him by Gideon, who in Judges 8.23 said, I will not rule over you. None of my sons will rule over you. The Lord will rule over you. And then he went off the rails and named one of his kids, my father is king. So it's no wonder that Abimelech is doing this. He was named for it, for crying out loud. Abimelech is the bramble in this text. That's the catch of Jotham's parable. So uh, first I want to talk about Mount Gerizim. We saw it before in Deuteronomy 27. When you have crossed the Jordan, these tribes will stand on Mount Gerizim to bless the people. Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, Joseph, and Benjamin. And then there's Mount Ebal, where a curse is delivered. In verse 57 of this ninth chapter of Judges, Jotham is going to stand on Mount Gerizim which was originally intended, according to Deuteronomy 27, for the proclamation of a blessing, he's going to pronounce a curse. It's a reversal in the book of Judges. If that same stone where the brothers of Jotham were all killed by Abimelech, their own brother, is the same stone that Joshua set in place as a reminder of the renewal of God's covenant with people, and if it's under the same oak tree that was by the oak of the sanctuary, right? if, if, if it's the same place then it's all the more striking as another reversal. It doesn't have to be the same stone in the same tree. Either way, circumstances have completely reversed. There's an utter dearth of leadership in the book of Judges. It's failure of leadership. The leaders are all failing. They're suffering attacks of lust and giving into them. And so the people suffer loss as a result. Hence the title of this series, Failure, Lust, and loss. When they would worship pagan gods, that was just lust. That's what would draw them into it. So Joseph's parable, or Jotham's parable, is delivered from the very mountain where they were supposed to be blessing. Take a look at this parable and see how Jotham's really saying something with it. It's not just a, it's not just a, a, you know, a story about talking trees. It's about a dearth of leadership. We saw this with Barak. We, you see it even on the pagan side with Sisera. That's the whole tone for the book of Judges. For a lack of leadership, predators sneak in and their thorns just take over the throne. And then when they get it, just like the bramble does in this story, they hold it with threat of force. This is what every dictator does. He kills the opposition. That's exactly what Abimelech did. He killed the threats to <laughs> his self-proclaimed throne. This is what this is what the this is what you know Kim Il Sung's dynasty uh, Kim Il, uh, Kim Jong Il's dynasty has done. This is this is what uh, Idi Amin tried to do. Uh, this is what dictators do. Once they have power, they refuse to let it go, and they use threat of death upon anybody who would oppose them. Okay, this is what dictators just do. Okay, Putin. So the bramble has occupied the vacuum of leadership because all of these other qualified trees, if you will, just to not to read too much into uh, Jotham's parable, you know, you've got the, the, the grapevine, the fig tree, the olive tree, and none of them is leading. There's a vacuum of leadership. And 
if the parable is to suggest that the olive tree is qualified and the fig tree is qualified and the grapevine is qualified, then you have qualified people who are all saying, I don't want to be in charge. I don't want to step into that role. It's entirely possible that this text has arrived on this day because someone watching this devotion has an opportunity for a promotion, for leadership to step up, to start something new, and you're apprehensive. Okay, listen to Jotham's parable. If you don't step into that role, the bramble will. So step into that leadership role if God's calling you to do it. Yeah, it'll be challenging. Yeah, it'll be lonely. And yeah, it'll afford you some arrows. But if God's calling you, I pray that you'd step up. That's the message of Jotham's parable. In the absence of leadership, predators swoop in. Moreover, look at Jotham. I want you to speak up. I want you to speak up. And speak up in a way that's smart, okay? Don't blast your political views all over Facebook in a vitriolic way, pushing away people who need to hear the gospel from you because they find your political views abhorrent. No, the gospel means more to us than politics. Speak up in a way that is heard. Speak up in a way that is bold. Not anonymously, not through manipulation and rumor spreading like Abimelech, but face-to-face, -face, like Jotham. It either could be that someone's called to leadership, and Jotham's parable has a dual application, both for the people of Shechem and for you right now. And it also could be that Jotham himself is the one in this text that God is using to press upon your heart a calling to stand up and to face the crowd and to speak. Our devotions will be migrating over to G6 Allies. Go over to g6allies.com and get to know them because our devotions will be moving from YouTube over there. They'll be available unlisted on YouTube, but we're migrating everything over there uh, for safekeeping and also just to participate in that incredible ministry. More news on that to come soon.